pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hey! Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie, TPFL. It's June, it's the 12th of June. It's 2017, it's a Monday, which means we have... Nine games on the slate here, and um, as always on Monday, the Siege. How you doing, bud? <sighs> this weekend was really tilted. I gotta be honest. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, um, I'm definitely on that side of things. So I'm with you. Um, I don't even want to talk about NASCAR, so we're not going to because I'm just gonna get heated again. We're not talking about weekend baseball either. Well, then when we got a Monday slate, we could talk about how you crushed me on Friday on play draft and finally. We can talk about that. And so you know, Stevie was happy when he was doubling me up. Um, was it like Friday? <laughs> seventy-three to fifteen point three three. For those of you who think I misstated, seventy-three to fifteen point three three. Stevie, your pitchers got point three three points combined. Both my pitchers matched your team total. Um, what do you got to say for yourself? Because that's just embarrassing. Um, Peacock sucked, and my pitcher got p- pulled in the second inning. Uh, he also was getting shelled before that. Let's be quite clear. Yeah, he couldn't throw past anybody. Um, yeah, sometimes you're wrong, and sometimes you're right. He is who I, we thought he was, and they were not let off the hook. <laughs> who, who, who you thought he was? <laughs> yeah, he, he's a year too early. Shout out to my KC guy. Never wavered. All right. If you guys haven't checked out Play Draft, we'll be doing another draft. I'm still up six games on the siege. I feel pretty confident about my lead, especially with him going on vacation here. And oh, don't um, you worry, I'm gonna get these drafts in. I know what days the pod are. I'm gonna send you those challenges. <laughs> I got I gotta keep this record rolling. And the best part is, you won't have all my favorite picks before the show. You watch. I'm gonna start going on a run. All right. Well, we'll have to see how it plays out. If you haven't checked out PlayDraft, make sure you head on over there and check them out. PlayDraft.com backslash grinders for a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. They take care of us here on the pod. If you guys enjoy the pod being free Monday through Friday, they are the sponsor. So they're keeping the, the wheels rolling here, and we're going to get rolling. We're going to get right into this Monday slate. Colorado at Pittsburgh. Kyle Freeland against Jamison Tyon. Um, Colorado Rockies, one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. And Jamison Tyon coming off of the disabled list, he had um, testicular yes. cancer. So um, I have no idea if we're going to see a pitch count. I don't see any news about it yet, but I'm guessing we're going to see some type of limitation here. I don't expect him to go out and throw 100 pitches in this game. Uh, let's see if I can find something really quickly here. I looked. I couldn't find anything. Couldn't find anything? No, I looked for a good 10 minutes before we started. Hmm. But anyway, um, eight and a half total here. Jamison Tyon, a small favorite. This is in PNC. Um, 
we look at Freeland and, you know, the numbers this season have been solid. You know, he has a 14.72% swinging strike rate against the lefties with a 327 Woba. He struggled a little bit with righties. He hasn't been able to miss any bats. He has a 4.82% swinging strike rate against righties. The problem with him here is he's probably going to see a very, very right-handed heavy lineup. Yeah, um, there's no pitch count on Tyon. He threw 97 in his last rehab. Also, yeah, man, they, they're limiting him at this point. Not that I would pick on him against the Rockies, but my problem with Freeland's the price. Like, I fully came on here expecting to talk about Freeland and endorsing Freeland, and I saw 8,100, and I was just like, that takes away, like, all the upside. And you really can't play him there at 8,700 or 8,100 on DraftKings. Maybe he's cheaper on FanDuel. I have it up for once. Let's see. He is 7,700 over there. That's a little doable. But, man, it's that's a tough price to pay for a guy who's not a high K guy. You know, so you're going to have to get the – you know, six and a third, one and run type thing to get him the value at that kind of price tag. Which he I'm can not sure do. If that's doable. He, he, he can do it. He's a big time ground ball guy. 62% ground ball rate to righties. Uh, we're projecting seven, eight righties in this lineup here. So um, could he do it? Could he limit the damage? This is a big ballpark. Sure. I, I think he's a little too risky on the DraftKings price. I agree with you. So I think he's going to be kind of a guy that I stay away from. Uh, we look at the Pirates lineup and. You know, there's just I, – I just think there's too many um, righties in this lineup for him to kind of, you know, weave his way through. Yeah, I, I – I, not at this price. If he was like 6,500, 6, you know, it would be a different story. I would probably be closer to all in on him, but I'm not paying 8,100 for him. All right, we look at Jamison Tyon. You know, before we got started, I always like to, you know, do some research. And, you know, I was watching some TV. I was doing some digging. And he's relying on relying on his two-seam fastball a lot. And it, it's getting crushed, uh, especially against left-handed bats. So I worry about that um, when you look at this team here. You know, you know the big bats are, are black men. Um, did Cargo get hurt or is our projected yeah. lineup just – He got ejected. Oh, so he should be in the lineup, right? Yeah. And then um, Nolan Arenado is one of my favorite plays on the slate. We'll talk about him in a minute. Do you have any interest here in Tyon? No. All right, well, let's talk Rockies bats. Um, you know, we'll get started with Nolan Arenado. Um, this season against right-handed pitching that throws a majority of cutters, he has a 450 – or not cutters, uh, two-seam fastballs. He has a 450 expected Woba. Um, I like Arenado here a lot. Especially when we think about the Pittsburgh bullpen, we think about a bunch of lefties in this bullpen. We think of Nolan Arenado. I think he's really sneaky here. Yeah, I, I think he's sneaky for sure. Third base is actually pretty weak on the slate. So, you know, I don't hate the idea of uh, kind of loading up there on uh, a guy that you like uh, at the top that people might not pay all the way up for. Yeah, you know, we look at we look at Tyon's fastball. Average velocity is 95 and um, – in that range, Nolan Arenado, 444 ISO, 444 ISO against that type of fastball this season. So, mashes the fastballs that Tyon relies on. So, I think he's really sneaky in the spot. Um, what's your thoughts here, uh, just on the Rockies' bats in general? Yeah, I, I don't think I'm paying up for like Blackman at his price and Desmond. I think it'd be more of a Tapia one off. Um, you know, he's getting a regular at bats with Parra on the DL now. And Emerista is on the on the personal list. I'm not sure if he'll be back in time for this game. Um, 
So we'll have to see. But uh, he's he hit the ball, ball well over the weekend uh, in Chicago, and I kind of think he'll draw a start. He's got some stolen base upside. Not a you know not a guy that's going to go out there and get you thirty, but can go he can go make you value at thirty two hundred. All right, don't hate that. Um, Pittsburgh side, anything here that you're liking for Pittsburgh? I wouldn't hate David Freeze against the lefty. I just talked about how weak third base is. The price is a little steep for David Freeze. Um, and did they move him back on to the second base only? Where'd he go? Whew. Josh Harrison's price, too. Man! He priced up as well. Yeah! Like, come on. If you're going to make Freeland 8100 like, give me at least a little discount here. Jeez. Yeah, and we, we get a big ballpark. Like... Typically, games in PNC and some of these other pitchers' ballparks, you know, we don't get beat by not stacking these teams because the home runs just don't happen as much in these types of ballparks. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Atlanta at Washington. Michael Fultonevich against Steven Strasburg. Eight total. Strasburg, a massive favorite at 228. Um, any interest here in Fulte? <sighs> Faulty, 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 faulty. Man, everyone used to get him right. <laughs> hey, we got the troll game right. We did get the troll game right. That's a very good point. The problem is we didn't roster him. We didn't get the 33.4 on 5,800. Man, I thought for sure he was going to blow up against Philly too. Um, I mean, it's Washington with all these left-handed bats. I, the answer has to be no, right? I think so. The, yeah, I just I, I think. It's I mean, no. is he improved? Is like, is there a reason he's pitching better against lefties? Like, am I just gonna be? Am I just ignoring this? Maybe his slider and changeup is generating a lot of swinging strikes against lefties. Sixteen point nine per sixteen point nine percent with the slider, nineteen point six percent with the changeup. The problem is he's throwing his fastball forty two percent of the time, and it has a six percent swinging strike rate. It's getting smashed. Hold on. So uh, I remember how I sent you the Robbie Ray video. It looks like um, there's a uh, been an approach change for Fulty. He's been slowing down his delivery this year, or recently. Now I, I wish I had seen this article before. I'm trying to skim it really quick here, but uh, stall here. <laughs> no, <laughs> Talk about the bats. No, you're fine. Um, we'll talk about Steven Strasburg while you're pulling that up. Steven Strasburg here against Atlanta. Massive favorites. Um, you know, we look at it against lefties this season. 243 Woba, 12.5% swinging strike rate. Against righties, 276 Woba, 12.6% swinging strike rate. Uh, the, the numbers, the advanced stats for Steven Strasburg are fantastic this season. Um it's hard not to like him in this spot against Atlanta. Atlanta without Freeman is definitely an offense you can kind of approach and pick on here on the road. So I like Strasburg. If you're playing cash games, he's probably the top pitcher on this slate. As you're still you, you still reading the Fulton Evich thing. <laughs> I, this is a complete mixed bag. He Basically, he's completely changed his entire arsenal. Like, he went from not having a changeup to throwing a really good changeup, but he never throws it still. He only throws it 9%. His slider's really good, but his curve's less effective. I honestly have no idea what the hell to take out of this. So he's throwing, oh, he's throwing nothing the same. He's throwing his changeup a ton to lefties and not a lot to righties, if that makes a difference for you. Well, that's what you should do. 
Yeah, he's throwing his slider a lot against righties, um, using his changeup against lefties. Uh, you know, just looking at the advanced stats for him. I think he's real. I mean, this guy always had talent. He has a massive fastball. He throws 95 90 to 97 yeah, miles an hour. Really. Down a little bit, but in the name of a little bit of control, that's not the end of the world. 95 yeah. is still hard to hit, you know? It's not 96, 97, but 95 is hard to hit. Yeah, 19% swing strike around that changeup to lefties. That's got to be the difference, right? Yeah. That and the slider. Look at the slider. The swing strike rate on the sliders, you know. And he didn't have a changeup at all in 2015. 2016, he threw it a bunch and had a really good success rate with it. You know, when you look at the Washington lineup, you know, we have Murphy and Harper always worry me, right? Always worry me. But, like, does Goodwin really worry you? Does I don't know. He hit a home run today. Hey, second home run of the season, right? Yeah, no. I don't think I can play Fulty, but I think I'm going to watch. How about that? All right, fair enough. Um, I'm guessing you agree with Strasburg. Really strong spot. Yeah. What do you think he gets to in tournaments? 60? His ownership here, like... There's two other big names, names, I guess three if you could include Tanaka. Name-wise, name value, there's some big names on the slate. I could see him probably being like 40 to 50%. I think I'm going to take the over. Just you look at the box score, it's consistent, and like you just look at the rest of the slate, and you're just like... Oh, his advanced stats are insane this year. He is pitching really well. Doesn't he own, get owned by Atlanta? Or is that Scherzer? Um, I, can, I have the VVP pulled up here. One of these teams, right? 108 at bats, 259 average, 31 strikeouts, and 108 at bats. Oh, you know what it is? It's Freeman that owns his. his, his owns him. He's on the TL. Yeah, it's Freeman. That's what it is. God, maybe people will think the whole team owns him still. Yeah, maybe that'd be nice. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I have nothing negative to say about Strasburg. Yep, I don't mind playing Strasburg here for sure. I, you know, pretty much said why. Atlanta bats. I'm not playing any of these guys. Uh, if this game was in SunTrust, I might take a couple flyers on the lefties, but I'm not playing these guys. Nope. Um, Washington, like you're not getting any type of discount on Harper and Murphy, and those are the two bats that I want here. So, like, I don't mind playing them. I just don't see them fitting into lineups here. I kind of like Trey Turner too. I've, I've been a Trey Turner hater, like, and I still I'm not sure he's this good, but. People, I think he's kind of figured out and turned the corner a little bit, and I think the ownership is still just a little a little too low for his upside. Oh, I, I, I pulled this up, um, you know, because I always forget to pull it up. Tyler Flowers has a 231 caught stealing. He's 47th in the league this year. Kurt Suzuki is 222 caught stealing. He's 51st. So both of these Atlanta catchers struggle throwing out runners. Yeah, I kind of like the Trey Turner, Daniel Murphy, Harper, kind of Goodwin kind of four-man. Can Goodwin run? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I remember that last year. Remember picking on the Atlanta catchers last year? Yeah, why did we stop? I don't remember why, but, like, Flowers, <laughs> 20 stolen bases allowed, six thrown outs, and Suzuki, 14 stolen bases allowed, four caught stealing. So, like, both these guys really struggle throwing out runners. Bolte's not good at holding on runners either, is he? I did. I, I forgot to pull that up. I pulled up the catcher data, and I forgot to pull oh, up the catcher data. He, let's see. He gave up uh, 2015. He gave up six and 86. Last year, two and 123. That's really good. And then this year, two and 64. 
Doesn't do like Tony a whole lot, to be honest. Moving on, Chicago Cubs, New York Mets, John Lackey against Jacob deGrom, uh, eight and a half total here. This game's projected um, to be very hot and the wind to be blowing out. I'm really interested to see what Kevin Roth has to say about this game. Um, you know, What's your thoughts here on Lackey? No. No I interest, right? No. I had it pulled up. Let me pull it up really quick. Just to tell you like how bad Lackey's been this season, against lefties, he has an ex-WOBA of 364 with a 246 ISO. And against righties this season, he has an ex-WOBA of 320 with a 230 ISO. He's getting hit hard. Um, I have no interest in Lackey here. What's your thoughts on DeGrom? I was going to ask you. You're the DeGrom guy. You tell me. The Cubs are just so bad right now, right? Like, I'm so tempted, too, because they scored some runs because of the win over the weekend, and I'm really tempted to kind of just go back to picking on the Cubs with low-owned pitchers. Like, the thing that we love about DeGrom is his swinging strike stuff is just amazing. Um, up and down against lefties and righties, when he's not throwing the two-seam fastball, he has double-digit swinging strike rates on everyone else, every other one of his pitches, and he's only throwing it his two-seamer about 10% of the time. So, like, you throw it zero. I man, we need to talk to Ren Rivera. Whoever catching, I don't even know who's catching. Just don't throw it to lefties. Whatever you do, please. It's bad. You see it, just right? Throw it to, just don't throw it to lefties. Yep. The funny um, thing is, last year it was like it's one of his best pitches against lefties, but this year it's just not happening. In tournaments, I like the idea of maybe pivoting off of Strasburg for Degrom. I think the upside's kind of similar here. You know, we know the the Cubs like to strike out a bunch. the The thing I worry about is the same reason that I'm going to pick on Lackey here a little bit. It's going to be really hot, and the ball is going to be flying in this ballpark tomorrow. But the Cubs have to make contact. They do. Um, yeah. Was it Jeff Hoffman? Right, just absolutely shut him down. I think on Saturday. It's just that team is just. Is brutal. They scored some runs today, but it wasn't like anything that this massive, impressive display. It was just a couple home runs because it was 30 miles out of center and Wrigley. <laughs> I, I, like, I think this is a good spot to play the Grauman tournaments. Like, if there's nothing wrong with him and, like, we don't hear any whispers of something being wrong with him, like, I think then we should just roll him out. I think it was just a tough spot in Texas last time out. It was, like, 100 degrees there. Yeah. I don't know. He's allowed 15 earned runs over his last two starts. That's kind of brutal. Didn't that come right after the blister? Um, I think he pitched Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. I think he's okay. Um, you're getting a discount, too, though. That's the nice part. Like You're getting the I haven't pitched well in two weeks discount. Lower ownership. Same type of upside. He's always been better at home. Yeah, my problem is I might have interest in Darvish, too, but we'll talk about that. Interesting. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll that. talk about that. Um, all right, any Cubs bats that you like here against the Grum? No. Mets. I will say Chris Bryant, small sample size, BVP alert. Yeah, okay. I, you know, BVP is something I always look at, so I don't hate that. Yeah, super small sample size, but it is, you know, two walks, one strikeout, two home runs, steal. Like, it's impressive small sample size, the ADP alert. Well, you, you have to think, like, DeGrom's not going to back down from challenging somebody, and, you know, 
Harper's going to hit the ball. He's going to hit it hard. Bryant, you mean? Bryant. I say Harper. Is you're uh, thinking powerful players? <laughs> maybe. I should have said gone with Judge, but whatever. Uh, any interest here in the Mets? No. I, I know you do, but hey, I, I, I'm not – not I, I think the Mets are going to be a team. I don't think I'm going to stack the Mets here. Uh, I think I'm going to use the Mets as one-offs in stacks or maybe play some, like, Estruble. I'll have plenty of him here. I really like Jay Bruce in this spot. Like, he profiles well. Uh, Curtis Granderson, when I was looking at the batted ball profile, profiles really well. Like, that might be that one-off that, like, he can hit a home run at, like, what, 2% ownership, so – I don't hate a Granderson play here, but we'll move on to the chalkiest game of the night, Philadelphia at Boston, 10.5 total. Rick Porcello, a 205 favorite. It just shows how bad this Philadelphia team has been. You think the Red Sox really are going to be that chalky? Yes. They have a 6.25 projected run total, implied team run total. Yeah, so do the Cubs today, and they weren't the chalk. Really? I'd... I mean, they were kind of like co-chalk with the Yankees. I could kind of see that happening again, to be honest. We had to talk about the White Sox game, too. Like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like the Red Sox have let everyone down. I'm not sure people are just going to like run back with open arms to them. Yeah, it's fair. I, I hope. Like, I love this spot for the Red Sox. I don't know if I love it. I like it. You want to love it? <laughs> go, um, go pull up Jared Eikhoff's batted ball profile against righties this season. If he just doesn't throw a curveball, um, the Red Sox yeah, can smash it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the sure. Red Sox can't hit a curveball. So like that's like a huge if. That's a pretty big if. Yeah, he's just not going to throw a pitch 100% of the time that he typically but throws. He's throwing 30% to righties, and if I go look up the Red Sox, not one of them can hit it. Unless something's changed. Mookie Betts, 212 X-Woba versus curveballs this year. Last year, uh, 253 X-Woba. That's terrible. Uh, Ben Attendee. Last year, uh, 349 X-Woba. This year, 248 X-Woba on a bigger sample size. Uh, Xander Bogarts. Like 274 X-Woba this year. Last year, 166 X Woba. Like, you sure about this, Stevie? Yeah. I just don't. I don't. You see really sure that you want this to be? You want to go down with this ship? You You think Eikhoff's gonna throw 100 percent curveballs? He's throwing at 33 percent. What 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 other percentage would you like to see? Jackie That's Bradley not- kills. It. He either hits it a long way or he strikes out. Like, um. You know, he's thrown the pitch 30% of the time this year. Like, why Why are we, like, just discounting this? I'm not discounting it. I, I started this conversation by saying if he doesn't throw a lot of curveballs. Hmm, this might be a spot to walk away. And that's unfortunate, too, because I kind of wanted to get in on it at sneaky lower ownership. The, the problem is, like, if the curveball isn't doing anything here, his other pitches have just been getting smashed this year. And that's... That's been, but that's, been his, that's been his only good pitch this year. It's been his only good pitch last year, too. Like, he's like, a, he's a getting batted around with it, too, against righties. Like, and there's no ISO whatsoever on the damn pitch or X Woba. Like, 
It's one of the best Brady's curveballs in the baseball. X wall against that pitch. Yeah, it, it's an amazing. Pitch. It's amazing. I, I'm not disagreeing. We like Eikhoff because of his curveball. We like Lance McCullers because of his curveball. Like oh, this is such a trap, isn't it? The problem is, the only reason I say it's not a trap is just because his other pitches have just been terrible. Are, have they been that bad though? Against righties, these are the ISOs this year against righties. Point zero nine one on the two on the four seam fastball, one forty three on the two seamer, uh, zero on the changeup. It's Nine. been the slider that's been the problem. X woba on the two seamer. He's soft throwing the slider, like he's in really good shape. His swinging strike rate on the fastball is five point seven percent against so righties. No swings and strikes. No, so what? Like that's not a huge deal. There's no the, power, the, and the Red Sox are a team that has no power to begin with. Hey, if you want to fade the Red Sox, fine. I mean, I if they're going to be the super chalk, I absolutely will fade them. But I have a, I have a feeling that the there's going to be all this random ownership that sticks with the Yankees. And, like, I don't want to fade the Red Sox at 15%. I want to fade them at 30 All right. Fair enough. No, I, I, I hear you. Um, Like, what's your thoughts here on Porcello? Like, Oh God! I have no idea. <laughs> he continues like he continues to give up a ton of hard contact, right? Like it's just been it's massive. Man. It's just man. Can we just start streaming pitchers against the Phillies right now? Like I, I know That's kind of the question I'm asking. Except Adam Wayne, like, like being Adam Wainwright, of course, wasn't able to do it. It all the like. I want to see the Phillies roll out their lefty heavy lineup more. Like, why don't they just throw this left? Like, all it does is win games. Oh, and they get the DH, too. Oh, they're going to add a lefty, too. Hmm. Uh, I don't think you can play Porcello. Isn't he just in the he has to prove it to me category at this point? He's been like that all year. Like yeah, and I haven't rostered him all year. The only reason that I'm considering Porcello is 8,600 against the Philadelphia Phillies. Think of a, I mean, say what you want. They have a run total over four. I know they do. A lot of teams do today. A lot of projected high scoring games today. Yeah, I, I think I would just rather go to war with some other guys. He's another guy. You want to talk about? You know, we talked about with Degrom. He's another guy that should stop throwing his two seamer to lefties. Man. 243 ISO, 398 X Woba, 4% swinging strike rate. Like, sometimes it's just time to call it quits on your two seamer. God, his two seamer's getting rocked. I just can't see myself like pulling the trigger on Porcelain today. Like, I would rather go to war with Darvish, Meyer, like, even Perdoma, although that line looks really fishy. Yeah, against Prince. Although I guess I guess that is like Perdomo is a favorite against the like division leader. I guess. But. Um, any Philly bats? You know, I don't hate the stack depending on how what they do with the lineup. Yeah, it makes one of us. Um, Why you don't want to stack against Porcello? I I want people that are going to hit the ball hard. Like who's going to be that person? Herrera right now is hot. Is he still hot? Oh yeah, yeah. He matched the ball this weekend. Yeah, they're not, they see it everywhere. 
that I definitely have interest in him. Um, I just I, I would need to see like the projected lineup would not be the lineup I'm stacking. It's if they throw that damn left-handed heavy lineup at Porcello, then yes, I do. If they go really right-handed heavy against Porcello, he's definitely in play, in my opinion. I mean, I I can't. I know as soon as lock will happen, I'll see some sharps on Porcello, and I'll immediately regret my life not doing it. But like, why wouldn't I just play? We'll talk about it, I guess. I just I can't see myself pulling that trigger, but it's very Philly lineup dependent. All right, uh, Red Sox bats. I know you. I mean, you would stack them, right? Yeah, I don't see you really playing one offs here. I just man, I. I know they're I know they're a huge favorite, but man, oh man, does that feel trappy? Philly's bullpen is really bad too, isn't it? I mean, that's the thing, right? Like, because doesn't Eikhoff usually average like five or six innings? Yeah, that's because he also hasn't pitched well all year. <laughs> because everything outside of his curveball is terrible. Just throw the curveball every pitch. <laughs> uh, you know they like to do that in Philly too. They they have a bunch of curveball throwing guys. This might be a really bad series for the Red Sox. I was just thinking that too. Like maybe I might have to drive to the border in, in, in Vegas to get like the stop like the fade the Red Sox this week because yeah that's not exactly a dream spot. I just yeah I I, I it's a stack obviously if you're playing it I I think there's better stacks on the board though Garrett. All right, moving on. Oh, we have let's see Seattle at Minnesota nine and a half total here. Giovanni Gallardo against Mija. Yep. Mia, whatever. Um, it's a lefty against Seattle, which always is interesting in my opinion. I'm sure you, you have a little interest here. I do. Um, Hanniger's back for Seattle, so that's obviously like a downgrade. But J.A. Happ kind of just uh, lit, uh, did not have an issue with that today. So, um, you know, we'll have to see what the lineup kind of looks like here. But if it's, you know, the same, the, the usual suspects, I wouldn't mind that he has large field tournaments. Obviously, Seattle has a big run total, so I – wouldn't go all in on them, but I certainly would have some shares. Why is this total so high? I'm assuming the wind's just blowing massively out the center. Minnesota. Target field. The wind's blowing in with chances of thunderstorms. It's not even that hot. It's a weird line. Well, I, I, I love the Twins, so I understand why the Twins number is high. Oh, yo, Giovanni Giardo is Dozier, Grossman, Sano, Kepler, Vargas. I love the whole team. I understand that side of it. I just kind of wonder why it's not bigger. Yeah, it's weird. Um, all right, let's talk. You know, the uh, last time we did this, too, was Tyler Anderson against Seattle, and Seattle just babbled him to death. It'd be a lot easier because the rain's projected like an hour into the game. It'd be a lot easier if we um... – yeah, Don't worry about the pitcher. Just stack up the hitting. Yeah, um, it'd be a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the Minnesota bats, I think. It's kind of my exposure here. All right, any interest in Seattle? We always start with the visiting team. I don't hit the idea of Hanniger, but is he still cheap? He was cheap on Sunday. Did Nelson Cruz finally go on the DL? Uh, nope. Because that could be another thing. Like, Nelson Cruz could return to the lineup here. Yeah, I mean... Haniger is 3,600, so I don't mind that at all. It's Nelson Cruz against the lefty. I'll overthink that. Sure. I, mean, I just I just don't know if he's going to play a complete game. 
He's 5,100 on DraftKings. That's what he should be. But, like, I just don't know if the guy's going to play a complete game. Yeah, it looks like he if played all. If you're thinking of 7-0, like, he could be gone. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough to pay that price for him right now. It really is. All right. Um, you talk about Dozier, Sano, Kepler. Uh, those are the guys you like here? Yeah, and they're all priced down, too. So I, I have a feeling that this is not going to be a, a hot take. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, love for the Twins here. Um, they're all just really cheap. Yeah, we look at Giovanni Gardo against right-handed bats this season. Um, Woba's 412, ISO's 228. Um, giving up a ton of hard contact. Um, definitely like the spot. Swing and strike rate's only like 7.6% against righties this season. Definitely a solid spot here for um, the Twins. Yeah, definitely the righties, too. You mentioned the righties have had the better numbers against Gallardo this season. So, like, Dozier, Sano. Is that really it for the righties? Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, Grossman, switch hitter, he'll hit lefty. Joe Maurer. Switch hitter. Yeah. But he bats way too far down. And he's been off to a really cold start this season. So we're looking at Sano and Dozier. We're looking at him as um, you can play box in a wraparound. The problem with the wraparound is Joe Maurer bats between the two guys you want. Well, you would do Buxton, Dozier, Grossman, Sano, right? Yeah, but Maurer bats in between Grossman and Sano. Yeah, you can skip a spot. It's not gonna kill you. Listen, I just want to point out every time I can that, that Joe, Joe Maurer sucks, and we don't Joe. know how steel cards want to turn it with him. Texas at Houston, U Darvish against Joseph Musgrove, nine total here. Musgrove, a 128 favorites over U Darvish. Um, I think that really just has to go with just how well Houston Astros right now are playing. That's great. I think I'm taking some U Darvish here. All right. Well, tell us why. It comes down to this guy that's just too talented for the price point they're offering me at. Like, he's not an 8,800 pitcher. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, he, he's just too much of a better pitcher than that. Fair enough. Uh, put up 15.9 um, against Houston, what, last week, right? Yeah, 40. I'm just trying to do the K rate real quickly, and I screwed up the math somewhere. Maybe I didn't. He's got a 32% K rate against the Houston Astros. Is that right? We struck out eight and five innings last time he faced them. And that was in Texas, right? No, that was in, yeah, Texas, yeah. Yeah, you know, that was outdoors. This will be indoors, you would imagine. I just think the upside's too high to pass. Like, you know, can Springer, can Springer you know, own him some more? Sure, I get it. But there's just too many strikeouts here on a slate where we're just complaining about option A and option B and option C at pitcher. I present a guy who's pitched well against this team in history – at what is really like a 2K price discount here. I just can't. It's like he's the same price as Rick Porcello and Kyle Freeland. Like, this really isn't a debate, right? I don't know. Um, we, we, here's, we the, here's, the, here's the case for you, Darvish. When has he killed you this year? The Toronto game? The Oakland game? Yeah, but that was that was like the middle of April. The Toronto game wasn't. It was recently. I remember because yeah. I played him in that spot. Ugh. I mean, 
whatever. I mean, he's just been, you know, 25, 15, 10, 19, 32, 15, 17, 29. Like, for an 11K pitcher, that's not good. For an 8K pitcher, like a 9K pitcher, it's a different story. The guy was literally 12-7 three weeks ago, and he is now 8,800, and you're going, eh. It's just because we talk about the Angels not striking out. The Astros are not striking out this year. But they do against you, and you're going to lead stuff. Like, yeah, they might not strike out against your mediocre pitcher, but this is you, Darvish, we're talking about. Which, like, if Clinton Kershaw walked in the door, you wouldn't be like, oh, Houston can't strike out against Clinton Kershaw. Like, elite pitchers are elite pitchers. You're making fair points. Uh-huh. And these options are just so bad. Like, I'm going to talk about guys I like, and you're going to laugh at me. It's just like, okay, in the 8,800 to 7,300 price tech range, and we haven't talked about a couple of these guys yet, but, like, is there anyone in this price range you have you feel comfortable rostering at all? I want to dig into Porcello a little bit more, but... <sighs> if um, you decide you like Porcello, you know my cell phone. I will gladly throw some jelly beans on you, Divers, over Porcello. No, I'm, I'm, uh, you asked well, me a question. What do you mean no? You asked, you asked me a question. You said, is there anybody that you trust? And I said, I want to dig into Porcello more. That It's not, hey, I want to play Porcello. Well, that's what I said. I said, if you decide you like him, you know my cell phone number. Because, like, there's no chance Porcello outscores Darvish today. Zero. None. I, I would. And, like, and, then, and then, like, the rest of the tiers, Freeland, Tanaka, Lackey, Musgrove, Miley, Tyon, Fulty, like, who do you want to roster there? Yeah, I might play Fulty, but yeah. I mean, that this is the case for you, Darvish. I mean, it's just like you you play you play the, the talented guy who's underpriced. Like, I, I don't disagree with you. I just think the strikeouts are limited. But like you They're said, not limited. He's got one hundred forty bat sample size, and he, he struck the, out thirty five percent. Uh, yeah, the Astros are striking out 18% of the time against right-handed pitching this season. The strikeouts are limited. Like, I hear you on the BVP. I agree with you. I look at BVP, too. But the Astros do not strike out this season. This is the same argument for the Angels all the time. The The Angels have a higher strikeout rate than the Astros this season against right-handed pitching. That is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I'm not playing Darvish here. I'm just saying the strikeouts are limited. Sure. Just, uh, I just, I, I, I think it's a lock and load. I really do. I, I, I'm not going to get cute here. Like, I just got to lock it in. All right. Fair enough. Um, I'm guessing no Joe Musgrove, though. <sighs> Coming off the DL for this start, right? I don't think he's made another start yet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's coming off the DL. I, I can't imagine Rostrum. But. I mean, I, I could make. I guess I could see the case if the Texas Rangers can't hit any curveballs. But I haven't looked at, to be honest. Yeah, no shoulder discomfort. Yeah, he's a favorite here against you, Darvish. Yeah, it makes me wonder: can they hit any curveballs? And the answer looks to be no. <laughs> First three names I typed in were just awful. Again, are they the lefties you typed in? Yes. Well, <laughs> I typed in the lefties. Well, that's oh, what you want. It's terrible. Yeah, Musgrove, oh, my God. Musgrove has a 19.3% swinging strike rate with his curveball against lefties this season. Not one of them could hit him. Who the hell are the righties on Dallas, on Texas that scare me? Napoli? He's on a deal, isn't he? 
Is he still relevant? Is he still around? I know he's hurt, but I don't know if he's. So who the hell are the righties in this lineup? Luke Roy. All right. Napoli's not expected to join. I know Beltre was dealing with a ankle injury, but I think he played Saturday, right? Uh, but does Beltre? Yeah. Beltre is the uh, righty, right? Yeah, Beltre is the righty. Let's you know, let's pull up Beltre real quick here. The shields. Uh, but Beltre can hit a curveball. The shields. Four multi games in a row. What? <laughs> you just click a click a box score once in a while, and you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, the Shields X Wobo against curveballs has been like awful, but his actuals have been decent. But like, I'm talking dreadful Wobos, like negative twenty launch angle bad. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is why Joe Musgrove's the favorite here. <laughs> yeah. This is. This is the stuff that, like, middle of the day after you, you know, when you're doing your 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 normal routine of looking at what pitchers and stuff like that. This is the stuff like you find out. So that could explain a lot. This total might be just too high, too. Um, any Texas bats? No, Elvis Andrews. I, I didn't find one that I wanted. A- Andrews is the other righty, by the way. Oh wow! You know, I mean, Andrews doesn't strike out to anything. I would guess, but I. Yeah, his strikeout's very low. But he can't hit a curveball either. Or the damn. I mean, he hits it, but it's like brown balls everywhere. Interesting. 30% with straight strike rate this year. Kind of curveballs. Woo! wonder how that's, they hit. All right. That's bad. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's really bad. Any Houston bats here? No, I, I think this is a pure stay away from the bats. Um, this is probably the most interested I've been in pitchers so far. All right. Baltimore, Chicago, Wade Biley against Mike Pelfrey. I'm really guessing – and hoping you don't like the pitchers here. No. All right. Um, <laughs> there's a 10 total in this game. Like, there's going to be some runs scored here, and I feel like this game is going to kind of go overlooked. There's no chance. Like, I, if you're right about the Red Sox, this is the game that's being overlooked, and I will wish I had more volume in play. Yeah. Like, like this game should be the chalk should but i don't think it will be oh, um, right i think everybody will play baltimore just because it's mike pelfrey and people love the stack against mike pelfrey there's some good ddp there too yeah mark trumbo bdp against him uh five for 12 his average exit velocity is like 94 uh, against uh pelfrey do you, do you have that page up by chance um i don't know if i clicked off it or not hold on yeah i have it up why can you look up Seth Smith's average exit velocity for me? Um, let's see. Because the BVP is through the charts, like one of the best ones I've seen. Hold on. Chris Davis is 99.7. He's got some decent BVP too. Um, Mark Trumbo, 96.9. Jonathan Scope, 94.7. Manny Machado, 93.7. Seth Smith, 91.5. Yeah, nine for twenty with two doubles, a triple, a home run, four walks, and two strikeouts. Caleb Joseph, eighty-eight point two. Like everybody that has hit the ball against Mike Pelfrey for Baltimore has hit it extremely hard. <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is just the game stack. Like I, I you know, I kind of wish I was connected through Chicago to Vegas now instead of uh, 
through uh, Minnesota because <laughs> be nice to just like take a detour, go catch an home run ball at the bleachers back to the airport. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely like the Baltimore side. Like Mark Trumbo and Jonathan Scope a lot. Um, like you mentioned, Seth Smith, massive BVP. I think the White Sox are super sneaky. I think people will overlook them. I know they shouldn't be, CJ. I just think, like, I just see this team going overlooked here. I can just hear the conversation now, like, fade the Red Sox. You know, they have no power. Fade the Red Sox. They have no power. And everybody plays this game. I can really see it coming. Man, I hope people don't say that. People don't listen. Um yeah, Wade Miley this season, you know, his advanced numbers, he has less than a 5% swing and strike rate on the two pitches that he throws for about 60%. So we know how good the White Sox are against left-handed pitching. Like, this is a this is a lock and load White Sox stack for me. Abreu, Frazier, Garcia, Davidson. And you could pair it nicely with a Baltimore stack, just saying. All right. New York at L.A., Tanaka against Meyer. Um, New York Yankees this weekend. All I all I got was notifications that they were hitting home runs. And um, you think the ownership carries over here? Yeah, I kinda, yes. Yeah, but it's a mistake. Is it? I'm rostering Alex Minor, so that's what I think. All right. Well, you got to tell us why. <laughs> I, just the Yankees are a different offense on the road. And Alex Meyer has one of the best curveballs against righties. 20% swing strike rate in the season. And you look at the Yankees against right-handed curveballs, and it's, it's you know, obviously, like, they're hitting the ball decent, but it's not, like, it's super, super impressive. Like, their numbers are against fastballs and sinkers. You know, they actually have shown, like, some human-like tendencies against curveballs this year. Yeah, I, I, I it's don't a think great, great pitchers park, massive park downgrade for hitting. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. This is just a spot where everyone continues to play the hot streak, and it makes no sense. Cost country flight, you know, Castro can't hit it. Holiday can't hit it. Like this feels like such a trap, 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 trap. All right, fair enough. Um, the audience is going to be through the roof, too. Yeah, I know. Um, Tanaka, any interest? No. Kyle. He's had, what, one good game in the last, what, five? I will say that maybe Aaron Judge is a good one-off, though. Judge is a one-off every day. But, like, so, like, last year he was terrible against curveballs, small sample size, but this year, and what granted is also a small sample size, um, he has an 857 ISO and a 681 XWOBA, average exit velocity of 103 miles an hour. God, guys. I mean, like, he's just so hot. Like, all these numbers are going to be through the roof, right? He's not going to be terrible at anything. But, like, I mean, it's so hard to pay for him as a one-off. But I just think, like, the holiday Castro – you know, Sanchez, like that middle of the order isn't going to go. And if they, like, I just feel like it could kind of just, the offense could kind of just stutter, sp- sputter out a little bit here, a little bit. All right. Um, yeah, Tanaka, Angels don't strike out a bunch. They're not the best team in the baseball, but they're going to get his pitch count up. 
and um, yeah, uh, definitely not playing the Angels bats here. Uh, we already talked about the Yankee side, kind of wanting to avoid them here. Um, you know, pre pure ownership play, and like you said, they can't. You know, just Meyer's going to throw a bunch of curveballs at these righties. Like he throws the curveball forty percent of the time against righties, and like you said, twenty point six percent swinging strike rate. Even the thing about his fastball, his fastball has a 100 ISO this season. So, like, he's not getting beat up a lot. The problem with playing Meyer is he is a guy that, you know, struggles with control sometimes. That's the only thing I worry about playing him. But I don't think I'm stacking against him for sure. And I know you don't want to. Uh, then the Angels side, like, you know, you get to knock – you get to Nanaka's pitch count, blah, blah, blah. Then you just have to face the bullpen. And um, I don't want my bats against the New York bullpen. I don't hit a Valbuena one-off at 2700 That's a little too cheap. Has he just been really cold? Like, isn't that why he's 2700 He's five for the last 29 I guess. I need to see him, like, do something before I can start playing him again. But I get it, like 2700 for I mean, He's got a few hits in Houston. There was that. All right, last game of the night, um, Cincinnati at San Diego. Bronson Arroyo, revenge against Luis Perdomo. Eight and a half total, Luis Perdomo, a 115 favorite. I'm guessing you have zero interest in Arroyo. I don't have any interest in Arroyo. I mean, no, right? He's. I mean, I have no interest in ever rostering him. It's just a question of am I going to – Stack against him. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, what's your thoughts here on Perdomo? Uh, as I pull up the standings in the MLB app real quick here, Cincinnati's been struggling, I guess. I'm just trying to figure out why this is. I like. I feel like San Diego should be a bigger favorite here. I just. I can't decide if this line is fishy towards the Reds or fishy towards the Padres. Yeah, definitely going to write down to kind of try to pay attention to this line today for sure. Because I kind of want to play Perdomo here. The problem is there's so many lefties on freaking Cincinnati is the problem, right? He still has a 52% ground ball rate against lefties. I'm playing him just to kind of escape danger and pitch a little bit into this game. Yeah, Massive ground is, ball guy. Head just can't throw anybody out, right? Oh, I actually could tell you. Hold on. Um, he's actually not as bad as you think. Hold on. Or he's worse than I. No, he's 29th. He has a 316. Um, 26 stolen bases allowed, 12 caught stealing. 26 in the season? Yeah. That's a lot, right? They run on him a bunch. Wow. And it's Cincinnati. Let's see. God, ESPN. God, this feels like a trap for Domo spot. See, see, if I just roster you, Darvish, I don't have to deal with this crap. Like, that's the advantage of me rostering Meyer and, and Darvish is I don't have to deal with this Perdomo spot. And I really don't want to deal with it. Yeah, fair enough. I just... I don't like it very much. I kind of would just rather rather roster a low-owned and cheap Billy Hamilton, I think. Derek Norris leads the league, by the way, and uh, most stone bases allowed at 29. 
Yeah, well, I saw Chris Davis ran on run on today, and I kind of I made a note to go check that. So I'm glad you said something. <laughs> By the way, anytime Jet Bandy is catching for Milwaukee, look for guys that can steal bases. Yeah, I never remember that spot ever. And every time I watch the first inning, I'm like, oh, it must be Jet Bandy behind the plate. Twenty-seven allowed, force thrown out. Point one two nine. The worst, worst in the league. Oh my god. The only one that's worse is Miguel Montero. Yeah, twenty-two. We we remembered. <laughs> twenty-two allowed. Uh, one caught stealing. God, I love to know who that one was. Point zero four three. Oh, that's bad. It makes me wonder if it was like a one-out full count, like count, and like somebody that should never be stealing base. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? They're like, oh, it's Montero. You can get there anyways. All right. Uh, let's talk hitters in this game. You know, We'll start with Cincinnati. Is there anything standing out to you here against Perdomo? The lefty stack. It's like these I have guys to, all run. So I'm, I'm going to – honestly, I'm going to have to go to baseball reference and see – how well these guys hit flat ground ball pitchers. Like that's what I'm going to have to do to see whether I'm going to play Perdomo if I'm not going to play him or not. It's just, he's a ground ball guy. And like, we know he's here's a ground ball problem. guy. Here's my problem with Perdomo, right? He's been way better against righties than lefties. No doubt. Right. You know, you look at it, 367 X well, to lefties, 270 to righties. And it's all the pitches he throws like the two seamer, 323 X Wobo, the slider, 387x Woba against lefties, like it's and the other pitches are just worse. Like he can't get a lefty out, Stevie. Yeah, the seven percent swing, eight percent swing strike rate. Like this is just a bad spot. The problem, the problem with X Woba um, against ground ball guys is always going to be pretty high. I have noticed that a lot. Are high too. 386 Woba, like the X Woba is actually an improvement for the guy. I don't know. This helped this was this helped this trend had last year too. He couldn't get a lefty out last year either. Oh, come this on. Is the, this is fishy in the line of this um, in favor of Cincinnati. All right, so Joey Votto. Don't stack San Diego. Just either play Cincinnati or stay away from this nonsense. Joey Votto much better against average. And fly ball pitchers, he actually struggles. Doesn't struggle, but not that good against ground ball pitchers. The real, the real question is, what does Billy Hamilton and Shevler do? That's kind of what makes this offense tick. All right. Why, why I pull up this um, real quick here? What's your thoughts on the other side game here? What are we doing with these bats? Pat fade. Never recommended the fade against Bronson Arroyo before in my life. I'm doing it here. No Ryan Schimpf. He got demoted. I saw that. I was so mad. Like. I was, I, I was thinking, I was like, oh, Ryan Schiffer's a right out that I already got demoted. And I was just like, God dang it. Like, I just don't see, like, where's the left-handed power that's going to, like, torch Arroyo? So just just for – sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, I asked just, you to pull this up. Yeah, just for future reference, Billy Hamilton, 191 batting average with a 245 on base against fly ball pitchers. Um, 283 batting average with a – 323 on base against ground ball pitchers. Much better um, throughout his career against ground ball pitchers. Just that makes that sense, one, right? Yeah, it does. I'm just saying, like, make sure we remember that. Yeah. 
I wish there was like a thing, like a like I, like a, a computer program I could just talk all these things, and I'd be like, "Here are the pitches of the day," and it would just spit them all back at me. Like Billy Hamilton is good. I need Watson. Billy Hamilton's really good against ground ball pitchers. Thanks, Watson. Um, and then Scott Shebler was the other one you wanted to know. Yeah, he's pretty neutral. Two seventy against fly ball. Two seventy six against ground ball. I would. There's just no chance I'm playing Perdomo, and the question is just, do I play a red stack? And it really just comes down to if I play the Red Sox, I won't play Reds. If I if I fade the uh, the Red Sox, I'll probably end up with some Reds. All right, fair enough. And then you said you don't want any Padres here. <sighs> I feel so feel so weird when you say that like that out loud. Like you're sure you don't want any lefties against? I mean, it's like <sighs> Solarte's 37 second base. I don't mind that. 37 though, it's just like. Spandenberg hit two home runs, didn't he? Who? Didn't Spandenberg hit two home runs in a game this weekend? Would not surprise me. Somebody did. I remember getting the alert. It was not Spandenberg, I can tell you that. Somebody from the Padres hit two home runs this weekend in a game. I'm trying trying to think of the most trolly guys it could be. It was somebody on... I thought it it was Renfro. No, that was last week. It was in Arizona. Yes, I swear I got alerts, but I don't know. I'm making our play draft really quick here. I got to send oh, the was invite. Was it Hedges? Hedges. It might not no. have been the Padres. No, I don't think it was the Padres. Sorry, Stevie. Because I know it wasn't Will Myers, let me tell you that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm pulling up our – getting the play draft set up here. Here, I'll let you get the first pick so you can send me the draft. Um, hey, you never know. You don't always get first pick. I mean, I don't always get it. You always do, though. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're special. Let's see. Unlimited time to the siege. That record's getting better against you, buddy. I, you know, I mean, I made, I made some improvements over the last couple of days of the week. It got to like a little point where I had to have like a, a team meeting here, and we had to kind of re- rally, get this stuff under control here. It's driving me crazy. I, I can't think of who had two home runs this weekend. Anyway. Oh, what a shocker! Shocker alert! Stevie with the first overall pick. I, for one, not surprised. I kind of wanted second pick today. Okay. No, well, obviously I'm taking Strasburg with the first pick. I'm stunned. Yeah, why does it say Chad Cool? He's not pitching. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. God, I wish he was pitching. Oh, buddy. Cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering why Colorado was projected so high on this thing real quick. It suddenly makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, so let me just pull up uh, the starting line on this page. So Stevie took Strasburg first overall here. It was Spandenberg. Today, at two. Oh, home- it's today. I, today, yeah. Okay, it's two home runs today. Cool story, Spanberg. Um, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna do this because I know, like, I'll let you deal with this nonsense. I knew what you were gonna do. I was tempted to let him go because he doesn't have a projection, but I think I didn't think you were gonna be stupid enough to leave him. No. So I, I that's why I, I took the garbage. 
Yeah, that's why I was wanting second pick today. I wanted to. You were actually going to take Darvish after how much you railed against him? Um, yeah, in this format? Why wouldn't you take him? Because you could take uh, – actually, not definitely not going to say the name out loud. Wait a minute. I don't even end up on your team. I'm going to take Porcello. Don't worry. Um, let's see. Bats here. That would go just about as well as Soakland did for you on Friday. Yep. Um, obviously, I'm going to take Bryce Harper. That was the other option. I thought about just taking two hitters. You take one at the Grom and you, and then I get stuck with the other two. But I'm going to stand by this guy. I love this guy today. All right. <laughs> so I went Harper and Nolan Arenado. Uh, CJ went Snow and... Chris Davis with a C. Crush it up. Uh, let's see here. God, please play the whole game. Take Nelson Cruz against the lefty and risk not playing the whole game. And then I'm going to take Porcello. God, thank God. I, I really could use. I really needed a free pick there. Oh man! So now I got like choice between like three guys that I absolutely love. Mookie Betts. But Mookie Betts doesn't hit curveballs. I don't think I looked up Mookie now that I think about that. That was your whole rant. And I think I think I just did everybody else but Mookie. The guy I absolutely love, Mookie Betts. But damn, I hate the, the Red Sox. Oh, yeah, I know. He can't hit a curveball to save his life. Um, okay, so that's out. <laughs> Seth Smith played the BVP card, but he's like the least talented here guy here. Or I could take Todd Frazier against Wade Miley. I really want to take Seth Smith. <laughs> I know it's so bad, but I really want to. Oh, man. Who do you not want me to take? Um, the guy you take. You're not helping. Um, my job. And they get the win streak. The listeners are going to laugh at me. Like, take Daniel Murphy, you idiot. Take Daniel Murphy, but... Uh, you know, the White Sox bullpen is better than I think, too. I don't want to end up with too many bats against that bullpen. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll just take Frazier. But if you're up by a lot, you're not going to get the good end of that bullpen. <laughs> yeah, but the whole damn thing is good. Every time I stay against the White Sox, you know what, 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 what works? None of it. I think I'll just take Todd Frazier here. Had a decent weekend. Let's do it. Let's take Todd Frazier. All right, that's all set up. Um, I have Strasburg, Porcello, Harper, Arenado, Cruz, Siege has DeGrom, Darvish, Sano, Chris Davis with a C, and Todd Frazier. Let's play some home run derby, and then we're going to get out of here. I don't remember who went first on Friday, but since you're going on vacation, it's going to be a while. I'll let you go first here. Uh, so wait, I get to go on vacation, and I get the benefit of going first? This is a pretty good win-win. Um, okay, well, I will take Bryce Harper. You will veto Yeah, I'll veto that. Okay, and then I will take uh, no. Uh, I was gonna take one there, not over that. You just need. Uh, I'll take uh, Miguel Sano. I was gonna say if you took Arenado, I'd just take Snow. Yeah, I thought about that. And I was gonna veto it to to make sure he hit a home run. I was kind of gonna go that way, but. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, gonna take. I'm gonna take Nolan Arenado. <laughs> yeah, you can have him. 
And um, I'm going to go with a very off-the-board Curtis Granderson. Yeah, you can definitely have that. Um, Does he have BBP? I'm, now I'm curious. It wasn't terrible, I think, when I looked at it. Um, 10 for 41 with a home run, two triples, and two doubles. Yeah. Good or bad? That's not terrible. Um, I'm going to take Scott Shebler. And then I will take... You know what? Let's go. Uh, let's go deep. Let's go really down the, in the deep dive. Let's take Luis Valbuena. Should have looked up if he could hit a, a sinker first, but whatever. So those numbers with Curtis Granderson all before when Curtis Granderson were good. By the way, I hate my pick now. Um, oh, by the way, um, Luis Valbuena homers tonight. Hot take. Hot all right. Take. He's going to hit at least one. Oh, my goodness. His numbers against sinkers are through the roof. There you go. I'm going to go Mark Trumbo, my last pick. All right. Man, those these numbers against sinkers. If, if you want a reason to play uh point, go look at his numbers against sinkers. Does he have PvP versus Tanaka? He has to. He has to. has to. Three for 11 with two doubles. Yeah, that's, that does not surprise me. <laughs> against Tanaka is zero for five. I have three for eleven. You you, you just sorted by year, remember? I did. <laughs> so over the last two years, he's zero for five. That's great. He actually was good the last couple of years. He's not good anymore. All right, all right. Let's get out of here. Uh, any final thoughts on the slate? Not much, man. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. Um, you know, I could see a lot of ways becoming chalk, so I think it's going to be a slate where I'm going to really try to see what people are going to do and try to be a little bit different. I, I don't think there's a great spot out there, so I, I think I'll kind of try to play the low-owned spots because I think they're, they're all about the same, to be honest. All right, fair enough. Enjoy your vacation. We'll see you again on the podcast here um, at the end of the month, and um, enjoy your Vegas trip. And it's going to do it here for the Monday edition of the Morning Grind. We'll have Andy Means on tomorrow, so good luck in your contest, and we'll see you then. Bankroll management might not be the sexiest part of daily fantasy, but it's an important one. And that's why we've launched the DFS Analyzer. DFS Analyzer will help you easily track your results and then use them to your advantage. Just upload your contest history, and in seconds, DFS Analyzer will show you winnings, ROI, records by sport, contest type, and more. Don't just view your results, analyze them and gain an edge. Try our free DFS analyzer tool, become a smarter, more process-oriented, hopefully more profitable DFS player. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. 
Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. 